And welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast Special Weekend Edition, and I am so excited about this one. I'm going to introduce you to an astrologer, Delia Golden. She's a librarian by profession, an astrologer by passion. Just wait until you hear how many books she has in her astrological library. But as a librarian, it probably won't surprise you in the end. Delia and I connected when we were taking these Robert Glasscock practicums. Still are taking them. But I just observed that Delia had a way about her, not only her knowledge of astrology, but just the way that she communicated it that was winsome and her knowledge is incredible. So when she agreed to do this, I was so thrilled. And what came out in our conversation is that the depth of her work is way beyond what I even thought in the first place. So without further ado, let's meet astrologer Delia Golden. So Delia, welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. I am so excited to have you on here. I am truly excited about you joining our team. Yes, uh, thank you so much for having me. And I wanted to say you picked the perfect time for this because I set up a chart for this time and, you know, as one does, uh, and Uranus is on the ascendant of the chart, my Uranus. So, you know, we're here to talk astrology. My Uranus is in the third house with the nodes and part of fortune. So it's been a, a instrumental planet in, in my history of being an astrologer. Wow. Now you guys see why I uh, wanted Delia to come join us. <laughs> you see already, don't you? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's perfect. Okay. Yes. Delia, I got a lot that I can say about you from my perspective, because I think you're amazing. But why don't you tell folks how you got interested in astrology in the first place? Okay. Well, first of all, you know, my mother always had a lot of books around the house. Um and she was always interested in metaphysical topics. She was kind of a Uranian person. She was into yoga, organic gardening, and such, you know, long before it was popular. So she had books like, you know, of course, Linda Goodman's Star Signs, and Heaven Knows What was another one. So just different books, and I bought some of my own during my teenage years, and then she took me along with her when she went to go visit an astrologer for a reading, and he did my chart, too. Um, I don't remember much of what he said, but I still have the chart with a few notes on it, and I just had a very positive, and um, I was very impressed with him. So that was a really uh, pivotal experience. And then, you know, of course, I perused basic astrology books, uh, the cookbook types, but it didn't really convey the power of astrology. So um, it wasn't until I read on an internet forum that uh, there was this ancient branch of astrology called Orary, or Orary, uh, that answers questions. And that just blew me away. Um, it's like, really? You can answer questions with astrology? And I had to know more. And I was determined from that moment to learn how to do that. So I got a book, an astrology book, that my sister had. It's called Margaret Hone's Modern Textbook of Astrology. And I started learning all the basics, planets, aspects, um, houses, transits, and, and that um, all the basics. That really started me off. I have been obsessed with astrology. I'll read every book that I can get my hands on, <laughs> basically. But uh, I wanted to note that uh, 
Uranus is conjunct my natal Saturn at this time, and Mars is conjunct my Uranus in my third house of learning in the mind. And of course, as you know, Mars is a great timer for action. So I've been immersed in the study and exploration ever since for like over 27 years. And I had my first paid client on a break in grad school in the early 2000s doing some horary. So that kind of sums up um, how I got into astrology. Well, and also some of the instruction that you've had too, which is great to know your lineage and your path in doing this. How did you find Robert Glasscock? Because he's so pivotal in how you and I came together. And I think he, as I said, he's the goat. I think he's the greatest astrology teacher on the planet. So how did you get connected with him? Well, um, first, I've been involved with Kepler College. I think since they started, they used to have a diploma program, uh, bachelor's degree. It was in uh, after I took some after cartography and local space classes at Kepler that I found Robert's orary and then the solar arts practicums about four, four and a half years ago. And it's great practice in collaborating with other people who speak the astrology language is, is just priceless. I also wanted to mention that I, I studied, you know, like modern, traditional, Vedic, Hellenistic, Ayurvedic astrology, just probably everything under the sun, so to speak. I have probably close to, you know, eight or 900 books oh on astrology, goodness. so I like to wow. immerse myself in the subject. Yeah, uh, I'm a librarian, so, you know, knowledge is power. And, you know, librarianship is about information storage and retrieval in the horoscope contains, you know, the code and the information and the symbolism somehow convey that to the astrologer's mind. And there's also the impact of intuition in that process, kind of the Piscean knowing. Looking at those symbols, it's like a download or this knowing appears about what this can be in the context of that person's life. One of the things that I really admire about you and what I've observed in these uh, Robert Glasscock classes that we've done together is not only the contributions that you make and your demeanor. You don't barge in, and a lot of there's a lot of uh, talking over in, in those groups. It's <laughs> kind of a kind of a verbal street fight in some cases. Um, you don't do that. You don't play that game. You sit back and wait, and and then what you say is profound. How do you see those things in the chart? I mean, is it just over the years that you've learned, or what is it that allows you to pick those little nuances out that you do? Well, a lot that I attribute to my early studies. I mean, I still remember the book I read and where I was when I read it and the bit of information. And, you know, it's all locked in in visual memory. But, you know, things like like essential dignities. Is a is a planet weak? Is it strong? How's it going to function? What's it connected to? It all kind of gels. But I like to spend time looking at a chart for a while for that really to start coming into awareness. But the more... The more I practice in the practicums, it just adds more and more to, I guess, the knowledge bank. And I think I attribute that to that Piscean knowing, or I kind of think of it as recently as like the spirit of astrology. It's like the planet energy somehow is, you know, it's not out there somewhere, it's in us and we're embodying it. And it comes into your awareness 
I guess, metaphysically when you're aligned with, I, I wouldn't call it a sort of profession or a calling, um, a way of being. You know, I, I am an astrologer. I always have been. And I believe in past lives and that I had this because information came back to me when I was reading this. It's like, I know this stuff. So uh, I'm just open to to the information. And it's in service to be helpful. You mentioned something that I've heard, and that is that astrologers that just for the chart just clicks, you just kind of get it, have been there before. You've done it in a past life. Yes. Yes. Well, in fact, you know, um, one of my areas of interest are degrees of the zodiac, and they have symbols and meanings attached to each one. And I have several of my planets, like my sun and my Jupiter, are in degrees that are associated with an astrologer. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. So I think people get some degree of what being in a reading with you or booking a reading with you would be like. Certainly you can do horary if people have questions that they want to ask. You can handle that very well. But what would being in a reading with Delia be like? All right. Well, uh, generally you can send a request for a reading through my website and set up a time. I have a few weeknights and weekends spots available. Um, and then in advance, I like, you know, the, the chart information for natal and for astrocartography, I like to look at the materials and prepare and have that all ready. And it takes about 90 minutes, maybe longer, but at least an hour and a half is a decent amount of time to kind of confirm some things I see in the natal chart to make sure we're on the right track. And then the forecasting, if it's uh, if it's a forecast session, um, kind of like a year in advance, and then any questions the person might have. And then, you know, if they have a few follow-up questions later, they can always ask that too. And for astrocartography, of course, I prepare the maps and I would show the maps that they might be interested in, like areas for career or, you know, maybe a good vacation, places to avoid, and that sort of thing. Yeah, perfect. Um, So you can do the maps as well. Yes, I'm a certified astrocartography astrologer, So, and I also do local space, which is kind of similar to feng shui. And you place your local horizon map over your home even, and you would have the lines in your home that you can harmonize, you know, the planet energies in those areas. So, for example, I found I don't want to sleep on a Uranus line. It's not restful. And uh, the quickest route to the grocery store for me is a Mars line. It's going along my Mars line versus the other direction is very slow and circuitous. So that's pretty practical. Yes, Um, absolutely. Wow. So you could do that for folks. That's great. Yeah. 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 And also another thing that's interesting with local space and some of the other things I do, like, like in Vedic, you can have remedies for areas of, you know, challenge or difficulty. Like if you have a weak planet, like in your essential dignities, you know, if a planet isn't functioning well in the area, does it have a friend in the business somewhere else that can help it? And how do you harmonize and connect that and identify what that is? But also you can use things like colors and symbols and mantra, for example, mantra, or um, I also use tuning forks, planetary frequencies. So there's a lot of different things you can do to kind of harmonize some of these 
areas and see if you can kind of, you know, raise the, uh, the strength of it in a good way. You bring such a richness to this team. I am so glad that you have agreed to do readings for the podcast listeners of Fun Astrology. I can't wait to hear some of the feedback. And folks, you have heard why uh, I reached out to Delia, and I think you get it now. Delia, welcome aboard, and we will look forward to working with you going forward. Oh, thank you so much, Thomas. I'm, I'm really thrilled be a part of, of your podcast. I really admire your ability to get the message out, you know, about real astrology and how valuable and practical it is. Now, we're building a great team to support it. So you are part of that, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, Delia. Thank you. If you go to the funastrology.com website and you go to the readings tab, now you will see our complete team, Marilyn Michelle, Laura Taft, and Delia Golden. Each has a brief profile and a link to their website, which is where you go to take it from there. These are just pass-through referrals of people that I have thought would be excellent, complimentary readers to what we're doing here at Fun Astrology. So check them out, and when one of you has a reading with Delia about maps or horary, I want to know how it goes. <laughs> so send me an email or shoot me a connection on SpeakPipe or something. I would love to hear about it. I leave you with a thoroughbred team. Enjoy. I'll see you back on Monday. Have a great rest of the weekend. Bye-bye.